Everybody and welcome to the Rogue Rebels podcast. I am here today with the light of my life, my beautiful wife, Liz Perales. Don't make me laugh. For light and life and love. God, it's so cheesy. Hola. Uh, well, you know what I like, honey? What you like? Star Wars. Yeah. You know what I miss? Put two and two together. What do you miss? I miss Galaxy's Edge. So I I hit up some some buddies who also miss Galaxy's Edge. Mr. and Mrs. Star Wars themselves, Frank and Bianca. Mm -hmm. Hey. We definitely miss Star Wars land. Everybody misses it. And now, like, the cops are coming to get me (laughs) for Star Wars land crimes. (laughs) I don't know where to go with it. I, I assume the cops are here to arrest us for the Mr. and Mrs. Star Wars name. Yeah, Disney Disney is on it. It's true, yeah. We're like we're like literally in the no-fly zone, so they probably have like everybody tapped. <laughs> There's someone with like a mic or a little like headset right outside your door. Yeah. Like, we got him, fam. We got Mickey, him. Mickey Mickey busted down the door looking buff as hell. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> how have you guys been? Uh, we've, okay. Yeah, we've been okay. We've been uh, locked down in lockdown for a while. Yeah, how's uh, quarantine life treating y'all? Uh, I feel like I'm personally thriving in my arts and crafts world. Uh, good, good. Because I feel I, like there's a lot of things staring at me from the garage that are like, yo, you had a year and a half and you did nothing. So, like, there's definitely stuff that I'm like, I haven't done it, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's also, I think the things that, like, the projects I used to work on for costuming and other things that I had like physical events and deadlines for, I'm kind of like, meh, but like mm-hmm. working on cool stuff that I'm like, Oh, I've never done this before. Or like, this is a thing that would be cool, but like maybe wouldn't be on a deadline. is kind of fun. I don't know. It's <laughs> My just wife been, trying like... to sneakily open snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You can't sneakily open snacks on a podcast, babe. Mm-hmm. You can't sneakily open snacks anywhere. Yeah. Facts. Podcast, movie theater, funeral, it just doesn't work. <laughs> we are gathered here to... Because he was a good... Okay, um, I know. Sorry. I successfully made... Uh, completely sewed my first uh, Sith costume. Whoa. So I sewed that whole tunic OB shenanigans. And got that approved at some point during quarantine. We also mm-hmm. got married during quarantine. Yes. That yes, was cool. That was there. Yeah, yeah, that was a good yeah. thing. That was cool. So I was our witness for our quarantine. She says it like really nonchalant. Mm-hmm. Like, well, she, I was she just like. She, thing on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. She, she made her wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Her I, kind of pseudo Leia inspired wedding dress. I re-sewed, I re-sewed a vintage dress to fit me. Um, yeah. And we became Mr. and Mrs. Star Wars. TM. Officially. Yeah. Like on legal documents, Mr. and Mrs. Star Wars. <laughs> Disney is coming for us right now. They're poisoning our water. Full disclaimer, like the legal tenant names are not Mr. and Mrs. Star Wars. It's just what we call them for fun. 
It was it was on the wedding cake. It was on the wedding cake, so it's real for me. And in the New York Times, <laughs> but not not. Yeah. That's not the legal name. Look, I'll tell you what. What do you guys remember more, the wedding cake or some legal document? I mean, I mean, the right legal right. document's going to help me finally yeah. have name consistency, so I don't have to manually file my taxes every year. Look, like y'all ain't sharing pictures of legal documents anywhere on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we wouldn't be, but with, with other people, we don't know. I can't speak for everybody. <laughs> That's not why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, you know, you guys got married, and, like, that was cool and wonderful, and it was, like, a cool little, like, it was a it was a Zoom wedding. <laughs> so yeah. I'm over here at my house <laughs> on the edge of my bed with the camera tilted up so everything looks hella clean. Yes. And you know you guys have it set up at your place, and then the legal guy is over there with a little headset. Yeah, um, the legal guy doesn't even try it. He's not in like a suit or none. He's just like in a t-shirt, be like, "Hey." Hi. Yeah, he's like, "Dude, every day is casual Friday man. now, bro." Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's pretty it was good. it was fun. Uh, we had originally thought of doing like a Star Wars wedding. We had we talked to Disney about like you know because they have the the Disney weddings you can watch on like Disney Plus and stuff. And we had asked about, like, is there, like, a Batu wedding package? And they were like, not right now, but we're thinking of doing one in the future and stuff. So we were, like, interested to see how that would work or, like, how, like, the hotel would come about. But, mm-hmm. like, when COVID hit, it was just, like, the hotel isn't going to open until at least 2022 now. Right. And, like, who knows when they're finally going to be able to, like, um, catch up to the weddings that they've missed. Because my friend who has just kind of a regular Disney wedding on mm-hmm. the books... Like, she had her wedding pushed, like, I think 13 months at this point, because, like, they had to stop, and then right. they have to get rid of their back catalog. So I'm sure they're not even trying to figure out plans for Batu weddings just yet, so we were like... But they did have, so in my research, they did have options for Star Wars-ish weddings um, that you could have at Star Tours. So, oh, okay. so that was an option, but I was like, no, I want to hold out for Batu. If we're gonna do, if the deal was, if we are gonna do like a, a themed big wedding, mm-hmm. we were gonna do Batu mm-hmm. or nothing essentially, because yeah. like why yeah. settle, right? Yeah. It was right. either gonna be like Batu wedding or we just have this small like we go to city hall. Like it was, it was one or the other, the extremes, yeah. the two moods, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the two weddings, and yeah, like I, it was. Winter 2019, I think, that I emailed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit, and we were just like, there's no way. Like, they they don't even have their wedding package for that yet. So I'm just like, we'll just do this. And maybe, like, (laughs) a long time ago, uh, a long time from now, uh, we will, uh, you know, they'll finally have wedding things or whatever we could do an anniversary 2030 they'll finally have yeah weddings when we're when we're when we're 40 Mm. we can finally it'll be good like we can all like do one thing and like everybody pitch in (laughs) get like eight couples that are already married and be like everybody throw in 700 dollars, and that should be enough to cover a disney wedding yeah uh i i inquired uh whether or not there was a honeymoon suite uh in development for the hotel and i just got side eyes from everyone that was just like. Uh, it's a valid question. <laughs> valid question. <laughs> oh, good times. The, That's uh, a valid question. <laughs> oh man, I had a really good somewhere to go with that, but I lost it as I usually do. Anyway, like. Um. So speaking of weddings, we got engaged at Batu. Let's talk about Batu some That's more. That's true. That happened. 
but two. Galaxy's Edge. So, like, y'all got really early access to Galaxy's Edge. We got, like, early access, but y'all got early, early access. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was, like... No, maybe it was. Okay. Never mind, continue. (laughs) (laughs) When you guys went there, it wasn't done being built. Um, okay. Yeah, it wasn't. There were people were hard hats that were there. There There was, like, a part where they were like, okay, we can't go do this thing because it's not done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to walk through this thing, but it's not... It's, it's not done yet. They're painting this thing. <laughs> so, okay, I guess. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> it makes sense, that's why. Yeah, That's how things get built, right? They don't yep. unbuild it later after they let the early access people in. <laughs> You guys were a beta tester. Everybody. Yeah, y'all literally like got to ride the rides and do all the, the cool stuff before anybody else. Dude, if anybody ever has any of the audio of us riding the Millennium Falcon, it's just us screaming at each other. <laughs> we rode the Falcon think... the first time with the Falcon, and it's a video game, but none of us know how to play it. Everybody doesn't know what's going on, so it's like Lizzie and Axel are driving, and me and Liz, and we're just like, ah, Axel, why are you crashing? Ah. Dad, shoot the thing! Ah! It was a lot of that. Which is why I'm sure, like, uh, when the commercial came out, it was just, like, a picture of us and, like, really cool music, like, do, 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 do. And I'm like, that was a good choice. <laughs> the Falcon is real I, I was hard there. and real weird to, to play. Like, the fact that, like, one person had, like, of the two pilots, one has up and down and the other has left and right is weird. Uh, and then the idea that, like, the mechanic position, the engineer, doesn't even need to look forward at any point. They just look to the side and constantly play Simon. So <laughs> when we first rode that, like, we did a cast preview. And someone, like, basically, to like, people fight over pilot, right? Mm-hmm. And the people who got there, it was a family. We were matched with a family, and they they made their kids be pilot. And I'm like, oh, bad decision. Yeah. yeah, like the kids couldn't even reach the little 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 kids. Like little little kids, they couldn't even reach the stuff. And I'm like, I get that you probably are like this is gonna be a great experience for my kids, but like when we've gone on that subsequently, and the kids were like smashing buttons, they had so much fun. Versus these kids that were like couldn't reach the buttons for steering like we we literally hadn't gone into hyperspace like we had to have somebody unbuckle and like push us into hyperspace because the kids could not like use the buttons they couldn't reach the (laughs) where's l3 when you need her legit so it was really interesting the times that we've done it um the next time we went i was like uh, when we like went up to the thing, we were also matched with a family again, and I was like, "We're pilots." Like, let the like, I'm sorry, but like, the kids have so much fun like smashing the stuff, uh, and like, I feel like for adults, if you're going for nostalgia, just be the pilot. Like, just do it. Be the pilot. Embrace that. Kids are just like they just are there for like the like little little kids are just there for like the ride, the spectacle of it all, and it's fun. A lot of like, from my experience, a lot of, like, the little, little kids don't care about the ride or anything. They want to do meet and greets. Mm. And meet and greets are real weird and 
odd at Fatu. I like the, like, that it's not a, a line. Like, you can just say, hey, I'm just going to follow Chewie around for ten minutes. Mm. <laughs> like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, And, no, like, it... like uh, Lizzie, for example, every time she goes to Batu, she just harasses Vi Marathi and follows her around all day. That's what I do. And that's what everyone should do. That's, you know? Yeah, she's the best. She's the best part of that. Yeah. I'm always just, like, I'm ready, I'm ready to, like, look for her. And, like, that's my, like, my highlight is getting to swap Vi and, like, talk to her. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to interrupt her. Like, she's on an important mission. Vi is the coolest. Uh, I have recently almost talked to Vi in Sims 4, Journey to Batu, <laughs> where I have almost got to the point where I can be Vi's friend, but I didn't want to interrupt her conversation with another random Sim. <laughs> That's where we are now. This is real. This uh-huh. is real. Also, I got beat up by a First Order officer. <laughs> that happened. And it, it then, so then I went to, like, because my guy was sad, <laughs> so oh. I went to, like, Oga's Cantina to try to feel better and danced angrily until my guy was happy again. <laughs> that was kind of funny. You can check that out on our Twitch channel, at Rogue Rebels. Uh, we had a, the last time we went to, uh, to Batu, we had a very interesting uh, cast interaction, I guess you would say. Yeah. Uh, so, the, we had, like gone to Ronto Roasters earlier in the day and they had their Ronto-less Ronto wraps, which is mm-hmm. the vegetarian option. So good. Which was not at any of the preview nights or at the beginning. That was a, that was a later recent... addition to Amazon. Yeah, that yeah. was a, the, another edition. So, so good. Best food at so we'd had that for like lunch and we were, it was dinner time and it was dark and we were like leaving the park and I was just like, Frank was like, oh, should we get like Ronto again. I was like, no, we should like get something else. So we'd like rush to the other side of the park um, to try to get like something from New Orleans Square or something like like that area. And we got there and I was just like, oh, let's go back. I want Ronto. (laughs) (laughs) So we went back and like it was this whole thing, right? And like I'd already kind of like with Frank a little bit because he was like he had really been like let's just stay here and get Ronto and I was like no we shouldn't and then when I like was myself and reversed my choice later he just kind of gave me the like very patient look he gives me where he's like you should have listened to me but he doesn't say it (laughs) because he's very calm and (laughs) not like that so we get we get back we get our food and like the drinks are so good there and we had like totally killed our drinks and like all like just inhaled our food and so frank was like i'm gonna go get another drink i was like cool so it's like nighttime on batu and i'm sitting there at our table and um this cast member comes up and i think like i must have had like our sabak or whatever like i had our stuff on the table i think um but he like brings up he's like he starts talking to me about he's like right sons like he's in care or I guess Rising Moons at that point. Mm-hmm. He's like totally in character and he's talking to me about like Sabak and like if I want to play. And I'm like, this is totally like a Frank thing. Like Frank is like getting back at me for like running us around the park um, for no reason. And this is totally a Frank thing. So, cause like it had just happened. Like Frank had like just gotten up. Like he'd been gone maybe a couple like minutes. And I was like, it's just weird. Like the timing was real weird, right? Okay. And so the dude's like starts talking to me. He's just like, "Okay, let's let's play some sabak." And I was like, "Okay, don't know where this is going. What are we <laughs> betting? Like, I don't know what is going on." But I like was like, "Frank has to be behind this." So 
Frank comes back to the table with, like, the drink, and he doesn't, like, say anything about it. He's just like, oh, hey. I assumed that this was her friend that's a cast member that works at the park that I've heard about but never met. Because she said, last time, the time we went to Disney before that, she's like, oh, my friend says, like, if we're around at this one point, like, she can get us, like, cute little name badges made or something. Uh, And that never worked out. But so, like, I was like, oh, maybe, like, her friend, like, is here now. So I just sat down assuming she knew who this person was. So this is what happens when we assume. And I was like, so Frank sat and was like into it. Like he didn't question it, everything, anything. So to me that reinforced that Frank knew who this person was. This is like scary. Kids, don't be like this. Ask questions because this is how you get kidnapped. Um. So we just like went along and played and this dude was like, super good at sabak and i was like damn so like we were learning like uh it's uh, the sabak from the park versus the other sabaks that we played because mm-hmm. we're those people um the han solo card game actually is wow. amazing anyway so we played like a few rounds of this game and then finally it's like okay well like it was lovely to meet you like i think we like trade him stories like he's like he's like let's put some like let's put something behind it let's put some like a bet on the table and he was like, let's trade stories or information. And I told him about how we got engaged at the park and everything. And again, like, I was still like, this is some crazy Frank thing. Like, this is some crazy, like, <laughs> Frank is behind this. So the dude leaves eventually. And, like, it was fine. It was fine. Like, there wasn't anything bad about that. It was just, like, really cool and, like, very Star Wars-y, right? Like, someone comes up to you, challenges you to, like, you to sabak, and, like, wants to trade information like it's very star wars mm-hmm. and <laughs> he leaves and i was just like did you, did you like did you set that up and frank's like no <laughs> and it was just like this moment of oh oh this was just like a thing but we looked it up on like youtube or something and like this cast member like super loves like, working Galaxy's Edge, and this is a thing he just, like, does, where he'll just, like, go in his extra time, like, even on breaks and stuff, and, like, play a block with cast members, or with, a with people that are there, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, super interesting that, like, it's very Star Wars, but it was also, like, we're dumb. <laughs> Each of you is pointing the finger at the other one. It's the well, Spider-Man. I guess. It's oh, 100% the Spider-Man meme, where it was, like, oh. you did this. You did this. Did you guys ever get to do Rise of the Resistance? No. Okay. So here's my <laughs> my not beef, my like I want to go to Rise of the Resistance, but I haven't we we haven't done that either. But it's like uh like I you guys know that I'm like the Star Wars guy who's like yeah, I read the comic that came out yesterday. Didn't everybody? Uh and yeah. every book and all that kind of stuff, right? So I like I read you know I read Black Spire I read Crash of Fate I read all the Galaxy's Edge comics and all that stuff and it I think <laughs> that the ride Rise of the Resistance fills in the story of what happens after the book Black Spire so there's mm-hmm. one question I have at the end of that book that I hasn't like turned up I was like oh maybe this will be in like episode 9 nope Maybe it'll be in... Nope. Nope. Maybe it'll be in Rise of Resistance, I guess. Or maybe it's nothing, and it's just a detail that I fixated on for no reason, because Star Wars. 
It, it very much could be that. Yeah, but either way, I want to see, like... And plus, all, like, if you read all those books, like, the description of the ruins and the, like, rebel base and the outpost seems, like, so cool. It's, like, all in by these, like, little kind of waterfalls inside this, like, broken-down ancient temple that nobody knows who built and all this stuff. Um, so, like, that part of it I just... I want to go see. In addition to it's a Star Wars ride that I never wrote. Yeah. Uh, I tried to let them get let us go back by the waterfalls, the one to propose by the waterfalls, but they're mm-hmm. behind the stanchions. And they were like, nah, motherfucker. <laughs> they were like, excuse me, sir, no. And I was like, yeah. Whom do you think? Yeah. <laughs> he is Mr. Star Wars, okay? <laughs> yeah, he should, if you had your ID on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would have been good times. Uh... Yeah, we got to, yeah, we've been to, like, a couple of times, too. We went with some friends, and, like, one of our friends who's an Imagineer who, like, worked on a lot of stuff, and it's, like, so great going with him because he'll, like, point out all the little things and be like, yeah, we did this because this is, like, the coolest part. Like, this, if you look at this part, this is, like, where the, like, ancients, you know, architecture merges with the, like, settlers architecture who got here, like, 400 years ago or whatever. Like, all of that cool stuff that went into, like, the... Architecture, yeah, like the the concept design, like that's really cool. It's just I feel, awesome. I love like as much as initially I was like, oh, like Batu isn't like a place we know yet. When they announced it, right, I'm like, they're just like they they've made up a world that we aren't as familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just I was a little bummed, but I was like, okay, wait though, like it is cool because then you can create your own lore and like. There's a lot of opportunity there, too, because I feel like, as we know with Star Wars fans, if it's an established thing uh, already, then people can find a lot of, like, no, this is how Dathomir should have looked. Although, like, if Batu had been, like, Dathomir instead, that would have been sick as shit. Because, like, it would have been, like, the the Dumbo ride, you know? But instead of Dumbos that you get in, it's, like, Rancors. (laughs) Yeah, we could ride rancors. <laughs> Little rancors that are like flying. I don't know why they're flying, but it's fine. I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's the using magic the, using the force to lift it up. Yeah, yeah. the force. The witch. There's like yeah, like the centerpiece of the spinning thing is like a witch of Dathomir. I mean, we could have gone with the flying creature from Jedi Fallen Order, but it's fine. I'll let it slide. Listen, I'm just saying. It was right there. I like my dream. Would have been instead of doing it. <laughs> hold for sound. Just do it. It's fine. We never hold for sound. What does this Rip look like? A professional outfit here. Rip the band-aid, Liz. Just do it. <laughs> um, my my dream would have been uh, if they would have just said, you know what, we don't need California Adventure anymore, and they turned like the entire part of California Adventure that's like next to the Grand Californian, like all that, like wooded area and just been like we're making endor and uh it's gonna follow the plot of the ewok movie (laughs) 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 there's that wicked witch and that crazy dude and you can ride on uh oh shoot what are they called blurgs blurgs Blurgs. Blurgs. that could have been the red i think like some of the original ideas like if you remember back when they announced what was it like 2014 or they were like project orange or orange harvest or whatever it was i don't know if you guys remember there was a d23 and they had all these boxes stacked up 
And that's when they announced it was going to be Star Wars Land. And then it, like, disappeared for a few years before it came back as Galaxy's Edge. But, like, the story is that, like, all of the stuff it was like, it's a speeder bike ride through Endor, and it's a, it's a this from a movie, and it's a that. And that people were like, well, why are we making stuff off of movies that are going to be old by the time we finish the stupid land? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if we build something, like, timeless and something, like, it'll always be its own thing and it'll never have to depend on wherever the franchise is at, which is, of course, ever-growing and ever-expanding. You know, you want to have to be like, oh, but they didn't even go to Tatooine in episode 17. <laughs> you know, or whatever it is. But, yeah. like, how much of a bummer would a Tatooine like okay but like what if what if like they just did it but like just a little bit off they were like here it is just like you guys wanted moss pelgo (laughs) and you're like who is this guy except liz liz is like hello cop vanth nice to meet you sir i will sit here all day enchante (laughs) the only good thing about if they would have done uh tatooine is there would have been a ton of moisture evaporators constantly spritzing you in the hot sun Fair. What are you, just like the Lars is running around with little <laughs> Ziploc bags? Hey, 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 hey. No, I, you I can't stand you. here. <laughs> um, if you, if you, uh, like at Universal Studios, um, around pretty much everywhere, because that thing is entirely concrete and terribly yeah. hot. There are fans that are constantly spraying like mist yeah, of water and blowing mm-hmm. them at you. Well, I'm from Texas. I know what's up. Uh, but yeah. Liz, what was your favorite part of Batu? The tree. The Trilon wishing tree. It is beautiful. So that's where I was told to propose. And when we got there, that's where the line for the lightsabers <laughs> are. Oh, that, yeah. that didn't work out well. Can everybody just take a giant step to the right? Uh, two more. I'm trying to have a moment here. Yeah. Hey, just my f- give me five seconds. <laughs> my fiance has specifically requested that nobody notice this happened. <laughs> well, everybody like... remember, it's secret. <laughs> I like, I don't know. I think it's really funny, though, because I think that was really valid. So, because we went during the cast preview, so you had your phone sealed when you went in. The first time we went. The first time we went during preview, because we went to during, like, the preview preview thing for everybody. <laughs> um. But when we did cast preview, our phones were sealed. And it was kind of like a really cool, weird experience. Um, versus when we went with, like, the public preview. Where, like, it was just night and day, if that makes sense. Like, people, like, when they were letting you in, like, it was like a met. It was like a, a big group. And everybody had their phones out filming it. And I was like, what this? Everyone's just going slow. And recording their reactions, and I'm like, we've been here. Let's fucking book it to get in line for like o- for Ogas, and so we <laughs> did. Like we just went ahead of like this massive group of people, but then later, um, like Frank was wearing his kind of cash Han Solo, mm-hmm. and Kylo came up behind <laughs> him. Yeah, literally a vest <laughs> over a white shirt. I know what cash Han Solo means. An officially licensed Star Wars vest. That's fair. Okay, fine. It was, it's weird. I haven't ever seen it before, but it has like, a, it's, a, it's a Han Solo vest, but it actually has like a zipper and stuff. It's just like a, I don't know, it's weird. It's officially licensed real vest that's like Han Solo. We, we get weird stuff yeah. from the sales. Um, cool. But like Kylo <laughs> Ren had come up behind him and was like, 
doing some weird like whatever <laughs> like shtick and like Frank was kind of like whatever because Frank's always like whatever about stuff and um like not playing into it I'm just like okay uh and like a bunch of people had filmed it it was just like weird it wasn't like in the middle of like it was just like near some benches some like sitting area yeah, I think it was by the the the, droid the dro- not the droid depot but the like that place where like they're like I don't know if they're tearing apart droids but like you can interact with your phone and make the probe droid blink and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's There's like a the big radio tower communications like little. Yeah, bathroom. it was like an alcove. Yeah, yeah, it was, so was right like by the al- bathrooms. Yeah, so it's like a little alcove for like hanging out and just like anyway. But like this woman came up and was like really intent, like give me your email and I'll send you the video. And Frank's like, nah. And I'm like, that would have 100 percent been what happened if we had gotten engaged when there were like video like or you had your phone yeah i'm very much just like please don't take photos or video of me without asking me first it really weirds me out you need a new costume for patu you need to be like a a kage (laughs) or something so you can be all like hoodied up i just don't like it it's not fun but yeah we we've had some fun times i miss it i miss just like going and like hanging out when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like, I love the, like, oh, like, and then we were over by the Rebels, and, like, like, and you get the proposal story, but, like, my favorite part of the proposal story is that he gives you the, like, the book with the ring in it, and it's The Courtship of Princess Leia. Yeah. Which is wonderful. And because... I hollowed out a first edition of Courtship of Princess Leia. Yeah. Pervenience redacted um <laughs> cannot say where i got that from but yeah it's really funny because i feel like a lot of people probably assume oh it's because it's like such a good star wars book and it's like eh, it's, it's not, not a good Look, star wars book it's got night sisters and rancors it's not exactly. a bad star wars book so for me that's like a really formative book because of the knights like because of the witches of dathomir Mm-hmm. Uh, because and then like after that like what the witches are in canon right and that was really important for me as a teenager and I feel like a lot of people were like oh of course it's Princess Leia it must be so romantic and I'm like no it's not really it's kind of problematic but okay <laughs> uh, so it was kind of fun because that book like meant a lot to me for reasons I feel like people wouldn't on the surface know uh, and then right after we got engaged, I was like, I want to go build a Rancor to his lightsaber. Yes. That that's cool. that's what I did. I feel like everybody should. Because, like, as, as Salon and the rest of us know, like, we do a lot of lightsaber fighting with a bunch of lightsabers. And you can get 99% of lightsabers that are similar to screen use ones pretty easily. You can get a whole bunch of cool custom stuff. But, like that like elemental elemental kind of stuff 
fake wood lightsabers, fake Rancor teeth lightsabers, uh, things like the uh, like Darth Talon's lightsaber or the Night Sister lightsabers, like all of those, really hard to come by anything like that. So being able to get a Rancor teeth lightsaber Galaxy's Edge is probably yeah, I, the best use of that. I've seen all the options. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you would pick anything else. No. That is like, the dopest hilt. Uh, <laughs> pommel, whatever you want to call it. Peace. Yeah. It's so Toof. cool. And, like, again, no one else that makes lightsabers right now is doing that kind of stuff that I've seen. Especially not, like, stuff that you could fight with. Um, and I, I really hope, I assume, that one day they'll have, like, a High Republic set. Because how could you not? And then I'd say, okay, there's finally competition. For the elemental, but until then, I'm like, nah, it's all about elemental. That would be cool if they like had some new like, hey, this is uh, uh, this is the light and life set. (laughs) Fuck yeah! You know, boom, gold, like little triple sides coming out the little thing, and it it opens up like a wine bottle opener. (laughs) It makes perfect sense because I I believe according to the new Oculus game, there is a special. Jedi Temple on Batu. Okay, I was like 10 seconds away from buying a VR for the PlayStation because I found one like used somewhere for 150 bucks, which isn't even that much cheaper than a new one. But it yes. was cheaper enough to where I was like, well... And then I just I can't pull the trigger when I know I'm only going to play two games on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Squadrons in VR that I'm already playing. It'll just be cool to have some extra VR. And then that thing, you know, Vader Immortal... And that's it. Like, yeah, that's it. That's the thing. Like, I probably would have uh, pulled the trigger for the PlayStation stuff, but because Vader Immortals on the PlayStation now. But the yeah. the new thing with the, right, it's still on Oculus. It's still only on on Oculus platforms. I'm just like, ah. When Vader came over, I was kind of like, well, maybe like next year it'll like they'll port that over too, you know. Mm. But then I started being like, well, maybe they'll do it on the PS5, and I won't even be able to play it on this thing. Oh no. Oh no. Um, so basically, I didn't do anything. Mm. That's okay. I didn't need to spend that. We got that. Uh, we got that Lenovo VR headset. Mm-hmm. We played once. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's the. Uh, it comes with the little lightsaber hilts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. we I'll had that too. Best part. And we played it twice. I think that's once more than we've played. Yeah. I don't know if I got uh, any farther. <clears throat> I think it's fine. Like, it doesn't... Re- like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's For me, it's just like... <laughs> it's cool that, like, I'm slashing through droids, but as far as, like... It's just weird, because I'm like, but we have real lightsabers. Like, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But also, that's the thing that I would like... Like, if I had, you know, really little kids that I couldn't trust with real lightsabers, that might be a thing where I might be like, yeah, y'all check this out. My favorite thing is uh, the hilts are better than, like, 90% of the official, like, released hilts. Um, the Kylo Ren hilt is thinner and much more comfortable to hold. And um, the Graflex, similarly, is a perfectly fine, like, little Graflex. Mm-hmm. And since they're clearanced out everywhere, like, if you just want a lightsaber to hang on your belt, you can get this game for, like, what, 30 bucks at Walmart these days. And you're just... Good to go. Speaking of lightsabers, though, I do hope that at Galaxy's Edge they start selling, like, Leia and having, like, again, 
Oh man, Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Didn't they just start doing Cal's? Yeah, right. Right. Is it? It's not. It's not out yet though. Is oh, it? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been there. I know that was announced, but I feel like it was like at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So. Well, you're the local one. You can go into your downtown Disney and find us these answers. Sir, I'm not going anywhere <laughs> where people where people are. That's fair. <laughs> I want to be where anybody who's are not. going to Disney right now during a pandemic. I don't want to go there. <laughs> It ain't me. I'm 100% on board with that. I'm on board. Uh, There's a little trading outpost. They opened up mm -hmm. like a part of, because the parks are still kind of closed right now, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they opened up like one of the stores in downtown Disney that's like Batu stuff. And everybody's like, I'm going to go get in line. You fools. Why? Just like their shop Disney, y'all. Like, don't go out. Save yourselves. (laughs) You're wrong. You're wrong. Um, No. I'm eating. I'm sorry. It's, there's chocolate on the table. Good times. You and Liz have the snacks. Mm-hmm. Liz, the next time you go to Galaxy's Edge, what's the first thing you want to do? Go to the bar. Ogas. Yeah. So. Bar. What did what what's what drink did you like at the bar? Mm. I like the Spice Runner. They really have a favor. It's not like they have micheladas. That's fair. So anything will do. You just need to bring your own, like, pocket tapatio. <laughs> so, like, my hot take is that I feel like the drinks at Oga's are okay, but, like, the drinks that they have at Galaxy's Edge East Florida, man. in Florida sound real good. They have different ones? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they will add booze at, like... Um, Every place at, that sells liquid sells booze in Florida. Yeah. So, like, you can get um, at, like, Docking Bay, like, basically all the uh-huh. good juices come with a booze option, if I remember correctly. You can, you can get <laughs> blue milk and green milk with a shot of booze. Mm-hmm. And those ones aren't even, like, in-universe. It just says, like, add a shot of tequila or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even called something. Yeah, so, it's like add a shot of like, and I think it has the brand yeah, of what yeah, it has booze. The brand. It's like Mager's Mark or some shit. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Wow. But like, Florida has booze everywhere for Batu. Mm. And I think it'd be really interesting to try those because I feel like it's adding a shot to a really flavorful thing mm-hmm. versus Oga's, where they're trying to do like a kind of Red Robin mixologist stuff that I'm like, I don't know. I just like didn't love any of the drinks we had at Oga's. I was super disappointed. So the first time we went, I ordered the Porg thing because I wanted the Porg mug. Yeah. And then I ordered the Blue Milk thing because Blue Milk. And then I found out neither of those were alcoholic. I was going to say, both of those are non-alcoholic, right? <laughs> Frank is yep. a child. I'm a child. Uh, I've done, like, I think I've done, like, the Jedi Mind Trick. I feel like the Jedi Mind Trick is maybe the best one we've had. I think so. Um, but I did want to try the non-alcoholic. It's not the gargle blaster but it's it's the one with like the bubbly crazy like the dry ice one. Oh. oh and like when we went the last time we went i wanted to order it they're like oh yeah we don't offer that one anymore and i was like oh they don't offer the one that numbs your tongue either anymore. <laughs> the fuzzy tauntaun so oh. we have like the little cookbook and we make the drinks here and then mm-hmm. like like blurg fire is the good drink but it's no alcohol so we just make it a blurg fire margarita <laughs> That's legit. Um, for, I don't remember if it was my birthday or what, but Bianca found, like, 
Drinka-like recipes for some of the Florida mm. uh, Galaxy's Edge boozes. And I can't remember what, what is the one that we make. I don't know, but it's green. It's, it, yeah, it's green and it has like dragon fruit rum and like yeah. kiwi syrup and stuff. You sent me the recipe and I made it and it was like super, super sweet, but pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was it was. It's just really candy. weird, but good. Um, yeah. Fr- Frank like ordered the kiwi flavoring for it because I was like, "Where the fuck are we gonna get kiwi flavoring?" But he found some, and it's super good and tastes like a Jolly Rancher or something. Yeah, like, it's very like fruity sweet. And it's super boozy, and I'm just like, <laughs> "This is my kind of drink." Um, I did like that, like they had you know the Tonneray wine, right? Like. I like the flavors, like the blue, the, you know, mm-hmm. the kind of classic Star Wars mentioned things. I never tried the calf, the boozy calf thing. I don't remember yeah, a boozy but, calf, but I know they have like sun, like all of the breakfast options I've never tried because I've never been there at breakfast time. Mm-hmm. Um, usually we go the, later so we can go at night. And then we also do the thing because like, <laughs> you know, we always do the thing. that's like, okay, once we go, like, that's it. We're, once we go to Batu, we're off planet, and we don't go off planet again. Uh, so, like we, like you know, when we were going with our friend, he'd like have the whole thing planned out. He'd be like, "Okay, we're gonna get this thing," and I got our reservations for seven. And then when we get out at seven forty, we go and we grab our spots for the fireworks, and boom, we are set to go. <laughs> like fireworks, there is so cool. Yeah, it's yeah. a shame that they don't actually do fireworks there. Like it's just you're seeing the other fireworks, and it's super cool. Um, but I think it was like when they did like the press day or whatever that you saw that like, they did a complete like special show with Vi and then they did a special fireworks display and it's like that stuff is all super super cool and I'd love to see like uh, in like a year it. and a half when like Disney's back to full capacity like more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think too thinking about how like Harry Potter Land at Universal has a special. Uh, they do like projection shows on onto the castle mm-hmm. that are different themed at night. And they do like really interesting like stuff appearing like in the uh, like behind the castle and everything that have to do with like, the storyline they're going for. I think it'd just be really cool to be like because we know they're hollow projections of Star Wars. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it'd be super cool if like there were some cool like projection shows or something um, just to give it a little bit more space because it's a beautiful location to watch fireworks from. And, like, clearly that's where, like, when we've been there for that, like, it's hopping. Like, people, mm-hmm. like, start scoping out their place at, like, sunset, right? Like, to try to get their spot. Um, and it's kind of cool to share that with everybody, right? Like, we're, we are in this very weird Star Warsy space. Um, watching fireworks together. And it looks like we're literally on a different planet. Yeah. But what if, like, little X-Wings flew in front of it so it looked like they were dropping off the fireworks, like, on Endor? That's Shit. what I kind of would want. They, they had those, like, in development or something. People, like, they they showed footage of, like, uh, X-Wing drones and stuff. Did you guys hear about the real lightsaber? We've heard. We, we, we've, we've heard. Yeah, I don't think okay. I think I've seen photos of, like, the info about, like, the patents. The, like, patents. This was my day. When that happened, <laughs> whatever day that that busted out on Twitter, this was my day. Somebody posts real lightsabers. They just demonstrated this real lightsaber at whatever, whatever press conference that this guy busted out a real lightsaber. What? Okay. Let me look for and follow this more deeply. 
And then, uh, like, it basically was me kind of following down the rabbit hole to realize that it was, like, the technology is kind of like a, uh, I don't know how to explain it other than similar to a tape measure. If you turned a tape measure into a lightsaber somehow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're just holding and it's like nothing, but it like, and it comes out and it, it's a lightsaber. Mm. But it doesn't look like, you know, because like the only things that we have that extend are like these circular plastic pipes, toys, you know? Yeah. Mm. So I was like, oh, it's not a death machine that I can cut through blast doors with. Uh, what's the point? It's kind of cool. He said real lightsaber, man. Why did I, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> like, I knew it wasn't a real lightsaber. A guy whipped it out on a, like, webcast or whatever the heck. You know, why did I think? Why? We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. So, you know, the dream lives on. Dude, I'm a little more hurt. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm glad to see that they had, they're, they're doing more stuff and maybe that'll be, like, I don't know. That would be really cool if they like incorporate that into shows or something like that. Um, you know, I can't like you were talking wait. about before. Yeah, and what I also am excited for, um, Amy Radcliffe has that Galaxy's Edge book coming out, yes. right? And I'm really intrigued to see what info is there too, because every book that's come out about like that is either in universe or not has really interesting like a tidbit or something about Batu that I'm like that's a thing that they are planning for mm-hmm. like the traveler's guide. Huh? The the traveler's guide or whatever. Um, yeah, oh, like yeah. the traveler's guide to mm-hmm. Batu thing. Like that mentions a bunch of like that Festivals. that mentions the high republics stuff like in a yeah. line. That mentions the Batu and Autumnal festival. Um and like a couple other things. I'm like this is something I clearly were like gonna have, but a pandemic happened. <laughs> um, and I, I'm so intrigued by what her book's gonna include too, because I'm sure it's gonna be a bunch of like stuff that we're we're we may never see, stuff that we're gonna see maybe in 20 years. But also, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of hints of stuff that like was to come in this pandemic period. That's just gonna be in this weird place of like five ten years out maybe they'll finally get back to it after the pandemic's over and i feel like that stage show is one of them like the component we've seen like the youtube videos and i'm just like i feel like more stage shows were really what was going to be a thing Mm -hmm. that would be really really cool give i all the stage time i love her i love it i love just the like building unique characters that are about batu Mm -hmm. and like like it's cool that like Ray and Kylo are there, but like it's much cooler for me to be like there's unique like characters like there. Like, Give me Peekba. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's um, on the app game. I did a mission I for Peekba. <laughs> I know. Yes. Um, I I totally like that it is. It's very immersive. I get why they have Kylo and Ray there because like there are people who who are just like they will have seen the movies and they want that but i i definitely am there for like the in-universe stuff yeah i want to see like i want to see hondo and naka walking around i saw at like one of the florida yeah i don't know if the florida press there what, what is it was but they had a um a hondo and naka like suited suit actor yeah and for like I one of the grand openings if, or something yeah mm-hmm. and i if i remember correctly their hondo animatronic broke at one point and they had to swap it out for the suit actor. <laughs> uh, well, so this like, must look incriminating. <laughs> so 
So, like, I think, like, that's, like, super duper cool. And, like, Hondo and Vi and just more and more characters from, like, Crash of Fates and stuff. Like, yeah, I would love to have um, more little things from the books. Like, have, like, some, like, Star Wars knitting stuff because Vi loves to knit. Have some caffeines because that's what is in the... Mm-hmm. And I always thought uh, that, uh, that like a lot of little. I was gonna say I always pretend that like all the little wood stuff is stuff that uh, our checks made because he started carving little things. <laughs> I love that. What about I uh, like the Toydarian toy maker should not be slept on. Like it has really cute shit. Yeah, there's cool stuff there. The, I mean, there's the deck of Sabat cards, which are just the greatest thing. <laughs> That's Sabat a toy. It counts as a toy. <laughs> Games are toys. Super. I like the idea uh, of Han Solo going to a toy store to buy some Sabat cards. <laughs> it's legit. Uh, I hope they just... I just hope they don't, like... I hope more things connect to Batu. Like, outside, like, we got those books and we got a whole line of books when it was launched. And then, you know... Since then, it's been, like, mentioned in Resistance once. And I don't think there's been much else, you know. That it was, it was, that was before the galaxy opened. Uh, but it was, like, in that Thrawn book a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I hope that there's, like, more stories that go back to there and expand the story there. Or even, like, continuations of stories. Yeah, I feel like that's why I'm really hoping that High Republic stuff goes, mm-hmm. like, gives us more of that. Because then it's more backstory, but it's also fleshing out that place and giving it yeah, more. Yeah, that would like, be Because cool. clearly there is some backstory that they built in, the Imagineers even, to that place. So it would just be cool to have that. And I also feel like, yeah, like giving us more of these, you know, we got Crash of Fate and we got... Um, Black Spire. Black Spire. And I'm just like, I would love more of, like those even a series maybe there like i know we get peaks of it in um thrawn but i'm also just like oh like give it its own thing like i I don't need i i don't need the like hero characters in it all the time you know yeah exactly give it that old west town feel or something like have cob vamp move there (laughs) (laughs) what do you think cob vamp number two absolutely let's make that happen yeah like, I'll stop. go every day. I'll buy a season pass every right now. Day. Cop Vanth is there. I'm there. I'm Where is he at? <laughs> Shut up, phone. I feel like you wouldn't be alone, and I feel like you know there would have to be like an after dark uh, Cobb Vanth uh, adults only show at Oga. <laughs> Goodness, <laughs> breaking all the Disney rules. First I'm- alcohol, now this. First off, there needs to be more like Batu after darks and stuff. Um, we went to one of the Star Wars After Darks, like, way before Galaxy's Edge opened mm-hmm. in Anaheim, where you could go to, like, Tomorrowland and some parts of the other parks, but it wasn't, you know, everything wasn't open, only a handful of things were open. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was okay, but it kind of felt like any event we go to that, like, the 501st is at, right? Like, it's just, like, it's the same photo ops, you know, that kind of stuff. They had people dressed as Ezra... And Sabine and we were like oh, well, that's yeah. boring we know you 
Yeah. Well, I think we were there too. And we were also yeah. like, hey, look, a leather yeah. Ezra. <laughs> yeah. It was like, hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, that kind of stuff wasn't, like, that wasn't super great. Like, it was okay. Um, we've never done Hyperspace Mountain, and maybe we will one day, but also, that sounds scary. Also, the lines are always crazy for it when yeah. we've yeah. gone. Although now I think it's like permanently hyperspace mountain, maybe so maybe it wouldn't be. But also it's a pandemic now, so nothing matters. Mm-hmm. Everything's nothing trash. Exists. Yeah, nothing matters. Um, I do. I don't know. I just I love Batu because like you immediately go in and it's just like bam, like you can't see the rest of the park. You have the sounds of like Star Wars around you, but it's not like the sounds of like exactly like the movie you know mm-hmm. it's like these really unique um like environmental noises and like every once in a while like you'll have the overhead noises of like ships going by and stuff um yeah. i just really dig i don't know i just feel like they did so much good work that makes it feel immersive that i'm like oh i miss it i miss it so much as axel would say i dig the vibe I dig the vibe. We vibing. We vibing at Galaxy's Edge. We vibing. Yeah, I miss it too. I want to go back. I mean, Galaxy's Edge kind of made us like Disney. Yeah. Like, I had never really gone to Disney before Bianca. Bianca wasn't really a big Disneyland fan. I don't consider Batu Disneyland. It's my Star Wars space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even even that, like, because a lot of the time, so we went to Batu a bunch, like, when it first opened. And when it first opened... Like, 99% of the people at Disneyland on that day wanted to go to Batuu. So we were able to do a bunch of the vintage um, Disneyland rides because nobody was there. Everyone was just going to Batuu and going home. Yeah, we walked on to Haunted Mansion, Indiana Jones. Parks of the Caribbean. Yeah. Parks of the Caribbean. Every... Still there? Hmm? Indiana Jones still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. But, but like... Yeah, we haven't yeah. been to ever anywhere else in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or anywhere that was literally like the preview thing where we had the um you were you had your preview time to go to batu and you had to be there for that window and uh yeah i just remember being like we're at the park already let's just go to other <laughs> so we did and it was great because uh, nobody else was there for that that mm-hmm. was like this really interesting weird time that i feel like it's not going to happen again for like disneyland that's good times. That's that's uh that's one of my my favorite stories of like uh, me being really good at NDAs because during that time like we had passes and so we were like well we better use these before they expire so like me and the kids went and it was during the window of everybody getting in and I was like maybe if we stand outside and look real sad and be like we're from the commercial <laughs> they'll let us in they didn't spoilers mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but the uh. We saw Steel there. And so, like, we saw Steel and we're like, hey, what's up? Like, what are you doing? Like, and he's like, oh, like, you guys are here for the Star Wars thing too? And he's like, with two people, and we're like, nope. Mm-mm. There's, a Star- There's a Star Wars thing? <laughs> and he was like, uh. And then, like, he was doing podcasts. So, like, I heard on his podcast that week, he's like, oh, I just did, like, the ultimate jerk thing. Like, I thought they were here for the preview and, like, those guys love Star Wars, dude, but, like, they don't have preview tickets. That sucks. And then yeah. a month later, the commercial came out, and he was like, dude, I felt bad for you for, like, a month. For Your your little kids were looking all sad when I asked about Star Wars. What's the matter with you people? 
And I was like, we were we were sad that we couldn't go back, sucker. Uh, but that was good times. Um, in other news, we watched Clue last night. Yay! It was awesome, and it was hilarious, and I love it, and I will watch it again soon. Did you watch it on streaming and get all the endings with it? Yeah, we watched it on Amazon, and it played like three or four different little endings. Mm-hmm. Yay! I think I like the first one best. They're all fun. Yeah, they're uh, all fun. I, I definitely am nostalgic for a time where you could have gone to a theater and been like, I got a random ending, um, and then not known that it was all different endings, depending on which theater you went to. Um, I feel like that's the most advanced version of gaslighting ever. Can you imagine, like, talking to your friend in the school here the next day and be like, what? no, no, the ending was this. Can you imagine <laughs> if Knives Out did that? <laughs> what about Knives Out 2? Dun, dun, dun. I feel like they should totally try to do that with Knives Out, whatever they'll be called. That'd be the dopest. Um, Because I feel like that would be just like a fun thing. And I feel like, honestly, it's open for Ryan Johnson to do because clearly it harkens back, like, his mystery stuff is harkening back to the tradition of mystery, which includes Clue. Um, Makes no damn sense. I super dig that movie and, like, it's compels me though so good it's like uh, the best part we, uh, that movie there was a, it's like a donut hole there was a reunion screening in san francisco a while back uh that wasn't of clue all of the all the famous people include did not show up to the screening but like the director did and he's gotten like old and crotchety and was like everything's too fast i don't know why anybody likes this movie <laughs> oh yeah so <laughs> what was really who made this <laughs> oh it was me oops these uh, kids are the so like... movies huh my story about this night so it was like one of those reunion things that like is no names right it's like nobody that you know from the movie but they were t- the director talked about how initially Carrie Fisher was cast in Clue um, and she would have been Miss Scarlet, I guess. Okay. But um, at the time, she was going to rehab, and the studio was like, oh, we can't have that for insurance reasons and, like, liability. So they had to cut Carrie Fisher, and, like, weeks before filming, I guess they they had to, like, recast and everything. But, like, Carrie Fisher was supposed to have been in Clue. Hmm. I did not know that. Actually, I just there would have been a movie, movie where the Carrie time. Fisher was running a brothel. Hmm? <laughs> like her, that would have been the character that runs the brothel, right? Mm-hmm. It would have been really interesting. Uh, Alas. But yay! Alas. You watch Clue. You watch Clue. I think that'll about do it for Star Wars talk. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Star Wars, where can we find you on the internets, should we so choose? Uh... <laughs> Where can you find me? Mostly in bed, thinking about my life choices. Making puppets. Making My sucks. wife is very bad at plugging herself, so I will do my best. Oh my god, uh, please don't. <laughs> uh, follow her at Book Hoarding. Oh my god, on, on most this? platforms. And uh, subscribe to her on a new Patreon that was just launched. To help support fun, nerdy content. Oh my god. Puppets. Puppets. Thank you for <laughs> that, Frank Knight. Uh, you can follow. <laughs> you can. You can follow. Choking on my own rage here. Frank Knight. Uh, 
Frank Hernandez night <laughs> in a lot of places as well. Uh, he mostly retweets me on Twitter and on Instagram. He posts like once every four months. Yeah, if you want to see pictures of me, follow her Instagram. <laughs> That's the content you're looking for, people. Also, if you're interested in us, you can check out TheRogueRebels.com, where we post all kinds of lots of things. I'm getting excited for War of the Bounty Hunters coming up, and that is a comic book. If you read comic books, Boba Fett and Carbonite and, like, Ochi of Bastoon shows up for no reason, and Dr. Afra and Dirge is there. I don't even know what's going to happen, y'all, but when it does, man, I'm excited. Uh, we are on Facebook. Go like our page. We are on Twitter, at RogueRebelsFam. We're on TikTok and Instagram at The Rogue Rebels. And make sure you're listening to this podcast. I have made Spotify playlists. Make sure you go like those things and check out a playlist that may suit your interests in Star Wars. Like if you read comics, there's like a comic playlist. And if you read books, there's like a book playlist. And if you're like, hey, you know what I'd feel like today? Galaxy's Edge. I got a Galaxy's Edge playlist for you, bro. What about Bad Batch? What is Bad Batch? What is can Bad you, Batch? Can you help people with that? I have batch? a Bad Batch cheat sheet on the website. So look up Bad Batch cheat sheet. Cheat. 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 <laughs> and go do it on the RogueRebels.com. And I don't know what's coming up next week. But I'm excited for comic books. The Bad Batch is coming in like two weeks. I'm excited for that. <sighs> it's a doozy. Oh yeah, there's a Thrawn book coming out. That's oh, gonna be cool. Yeah. It's also to be there's Thrawn. a bunch of vintage Star Wars. So just add Disney Plus. So if you've never seen the Ewok movies, now's your chance. And and if like if you're asking, like ask Thrawn if he's gonna watch. Honey, honey, mm-hmm, babe, mm-hmm, babe. Mm-hmm. Ask Thrawn if he's gonna watch uh, Ewok movies on Disney Plus. Go ahead. Go go go. You want me to ask Thrawn? Ask Thrawn if he's going to watch Ewok movies on Disney+. Plus. Where is Thrawn? Oh, that's you? Are you going to watch Ewok's movie? Perhaps. Okay. Okay. That was a long... That was... I was trying to figure out where you were going with that. That was, uh... Such a long, long way to go. Architects of their own destruction. Oh, my lovey-dovey. Your compassion, Ezra Bridger. No, please stop. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I think we're good. And the podcast is over because that's how we end a podcast. We're doing a bunch of voices for no reason. (laughs) 